welcome to the Jairsofter Show, your weekly airsoft podcast interviewing airsofters in the community around the world about their experiences of airsoft, the sites they run, the places they go, etc, etc. Joining me tonight I have Glenn from Strikeforce Sports in New Jersey. Hey, Hi, how's Glenn. it going? Thanks for having me on. Not bad, buddy. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for coming on. How are you? I'm alright. It's, uh, it's, it's quite hot today. It's about 90, uh, about 90 degrees Fahrenheit. I don't remember how that... How that, yeah. that I can't remember how yeah, it equates over, from one it, way to the other either. It's, uh, it's, Was it 32 and then 2 for every degree or yeah, something? it's quite hot today, so yeah. definitely glad I'm indoors. Yeah, it's warm over here as well, to be <laughs> fair, um, which is surprising for the UK. Yeah. So, you, you obviously will come on to Strikeforce Sports and what you guys are doing. You work there, um, run it as far as I'm aware. But uh, first off, we want to just sort of get to know yourself, so... If you just introduce yourself to the people. Hey, how's it going, guys? My name is Glenn. I'm the general manager at Strike Force Sports, the New Jersey location. Um, I originally started out as a referee a few, quite a few years ago at the New York location, and worked my way up to be to running the field over there. Um, and essentially, when the owner asked us to branch out, I was more than happy to come out here and. and try and bring a different style of airsoft play to south jersey um i'm playing for roughly about 10 to 13 years um just started playing off in in, you know my friend's backyard and um with you know springers and and safety glasses and as you realize that airsoft gets a lot more complicated you you want to make sure that you wear full seal eye protection that's ANSI rated so you don't lose an eye um and it just airsoft was just so much fun to me going into milsim and and taking it further than just a hobby yeah well, just for clarification for the european this is there when glenn says ansi he's talking about our their equivalent uh, of the european standards that ri pro needs <laughs> right, to right right conform that's right to. <laughs> just just to prevent people going wait i've never heard ansi before <laughs> what's that <laughs> confuses me with um, working in the engineering industry especially in aerospace we have asme right. and iso and british stat and everything yes. going on so <laughs> i just thought i'd just clarify that so obviously you started out um playing in your friend's back garden uh like like a few of us did over the years as i've been finding out more and more while i've been doing this show um at what point did you start looking at refereeing or marshalling as we refer to it in the um, UK essentially it's it's started out as a job um, right when I was um, leaving high school and getting into college or university um, I needed a more stable um, job and, it, and that's what it started out as I didn't intend to take it this far but um, <clears throat> I hobbled over to strike force I didn't think they would have been hiring um because it was so popular, but it turns out that they needed people to work um, the later night shifts, mainly on the weekends. Um, so I hobbled in just expecting to fill out an application, say, okay, see you guys later, enjoy the rest of your day, and never to hear back. But um, luckily enough, they needed people who were over the age of 18 and willing to work nights and weekends. Um, and that's really how it turned from hobby into actually getting into the sport was just working um getting to know players getting to know different different types of guns gear and and um i think new york was a really good place to start um 
getting into airsoft because there's just a, such a high it's so much more densely populated than everywhere else on on the east coast um yeah <laughs> and I, I don't know if they're as big um across the pond as they are here is uh the green mountain rangers um gmr they they have that really just elite um elite airsoft team mentality and uh yeah, i think one guy i know described him as they literally just turn up to sites and don't give <coughs> no yeah fuck. that's that's exactly how it is but um meeting a bunch of them they're 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 all local to long island and they they really helped grow the um grow the sport in new york as much as it grew um so just getting to know them and hang out with them was was a big plus and and really helped get me into airsoft as it is now Yeah, yeah. It's um. So what? So what sort of level is the New York airsoft scene at then? Is there a massive community around uh, it? There is. It's it's a little different. Stri- uh, Strike Force and a lot of the other local fields um, try to cater to get new players into the sport. It's a it's a it's um it's a big thing. It's just trying to get airsoft to grow, um, because. A, a, you know, it's a huge thing with you know, mass shootings and school shootings over here. Airsoft kind of dies down and and grows a little bit, but um, between the newer population getting, the younger generation getting into airsoft, and then you have all of the the kids who want to be like GMR, um, they all buy Sistemas and AOR1 and um, night vision, and they just they want to go crazy with it. Um, and it's it's a little intimidating, but the airsoft scene is New York in New York is very aggressive, um, aggressive as well as uh, yeah. progressive as trying to get new players into the sport. Which is good because at the end of the day, you want to be bringing more and more people in to keep this community growing. At the end, absolutely. Of the day. In- instead of just looking at it from a business standpoint, um, and you know, money, 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 um, it's so much. You know, airsoft is intimidating. Um, people shooting guns at each other, screaming. Everybody's decked out in cry or um, Patagonia or, or crazy gear, wearing you know two or three hundred dollar setups, um, and that's just into their gear, not not alone their guns. Um, it's very intimidating. Yeah. So people see you know airsoft fights and flip out videos or. Um, or cheater videos and the yeah, videos, the cheater videos. Yeah. That's how you get views, um, yeah. and and it kind of deters them. But if if we could give them, you know, just a homey feel where, you know, you you're not you don't have to worry. You know, it's airsoft is eighty percent a fashion show and twenty percent playing because um, you want to look cool while you do it. But if if you get those those players who are just getting into the sport, give them good gear good tactics and just place them with people who are willing to help them out and help them move up it it takes away that 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 fear it takes away that um i guess that concern that they're going to end up on one of those um cheater videos or the the uh new player gets lit up compilations although having said that it's recently just come out that a uh well-known airsoft sniper actually posed one of his cheat yes, videos. I, so don't always believe what you see on I YouTube. Did see it. And 
you know, I, I'm not going to say anything bad, but it's, it's one of those things where you just try to get more viewers. Um, and it, yeah, it's, it's all clickbaiting at the end of the day, isn't it? Yeah. And, and trying to make people watch your video, even though like it, the rest of the content might be whatever, just a normal gameplay, you sneaking around or you trying to clear rooms out mm-hmm. or whatever. But yeah, at the end of the day, it, unfortunately we're in a situation where the cheater videos seem to get the most Absolutely. views. And, and that's, that's another thing that hurts, hurts airsoft's reputation as opposed to, to paintball. <laughs> yeah, precisely, precisely. I don't remember the last time I saw anyone in the paintball community, which I'm not actually a part of. I just know people in there. Um, I don't remember the last time one of them showed me a cheating video. Uh, it's... I don't remember the last time I saw it all over Facebook or YouTube yeah, it's or anything. So, it's so much... It's it's a lot tougher to cheat in paintball. I mean, I I played paintball for a while, um, and yeah, there, there are people who yeah. just try and wipe the paint. That way the referee doesn't doesn't catch them but you know it's not as it's not as common as airsoft especially airsoft is supposed to be you know boasted as a game of honor um yeah as opposed to to any other war game and uh when you have um people who are posting cheater videos it not only hurts um just airsoft's reputation but it hurts it also you're inadvertently hurting that business because now um, I think I remember watching that the yeah, people are going to go. Oh yeah, I'm not going there because they they they're all cheaters. Yeah, and them, I believe so it, it damages. I believe that's what happened with that video. Was um, the field was combing through their 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 photos and their waivers for the day to find out who that person was who was cheating, um, and then when they couldn't figure out, they they asked him, you know, who was it? Can you can you give us an idea? Do you know who it is? And then it came out that he he had staged it, and they asked him to to just essentially right the wrong. And I think that video actually got taken down after his apology um, recently. Yeah, possibly, possibly. I haven't I haven't seen it, but, um, yeah, I haven't seen it yeah. on there anyway, so I haven't really gone looking yeah. for it as such. <laughs> Any, anyway, yeah, so you became the manager at the uh, New York site, and then how long ago was it the New Jersey site showed up or came onto um, the radar? It really got... Put onto. I knew we were looking for towards another location, um, but it really got put onto my radar around um, around about this time of year in 2017 um, that we planned on opening a site in New Jersey, um, South South New Jersey specifically, um, because most of the indoor fields that are around that area are in Northern Jersey. You know, about from where we are, um, almost. 80 miles away, um, some some of them 40 miles away. Oh, right, um, so yeah. south the South Jersey airsoft scene was <laughs> tired of, of if they wanted to play an indoor game, traveling an hour and a half to two hours up north just to play. Um, yeah, because I was going to say, it, it's, it's with, with the way the speed limits vary out there as well, 80 miles can easily become a very long yes, journey. Yes, um, especially with... with um, it's it's New Jersey's very different compared to New York. 80, 80 miles in New York, you're passing a bunch of different towns, so it seems like you're going a lot um, a lot quicker than you actually are. Um, in yeah. New Jersey, there's there's still a bunch of towns, but the main source of transportation is the parkways, the turnpike, um, where there's only an exit every fifteen miles. 
Um, so you feel like you're yeah. you're out of civilization for a little bit, and it's a long drive. Yeah. Um, Although you guys can save time anyway, you can turn right at traffic. Yeah, lines. South Jersey, you can make <laughs> lefts. You can make lefts, but North Jersey, it's a lot tougher. You have to you have to do U turns and. Blimey. I've learned something new this today. <laughs> you can do left turns as well in, you, in yep. South Jersey. Sounds like anything. Yeah, goes. there's there's almost no <laughs> law. It's 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 a lot slower here than than um, up north is more suburbs and and close to the city. This is more rural out here. Sounds like some of the countries I've been on holiday to, to be fair, yeah. over the years. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you you've obviously got this venture started in the last sort of six to twelve months. This New Jersey site. Um, just to describe it to the listeners, from what I can see, unlike the CQB sites we have in the UK, generally speaking, this is a purpose-built indoor facility, isn't yes. it? Um, so, uh, what you you still working on it at um, the moment? We're 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 relatively done building um, the foundations of everything. Um, you know, we have the, the the store, the lounge where parents can hang out and relax, and they're not they don't have to feel like they sit, have to sit there and and uh, watch their children. Um, but our field, um, we wanted to make sure that it was more modular, um, super simple as as far as taking things apart and putting them back together. So we wanted to do smaller changes every every month, um, change the field a little bit. You know, change a couple doorways, add some windows close off certain areas um, and then every six months or to changing every season the plan would be to um, tear down take a week to tear down the entire field and um, build something new make it make it different so you're constantly going to be changing this around yes that was that was a big thing is I I personally like I like making sure people have fun but I also like ruining a little bit of their fun in the sense that people get comfortable <laughs> and they find their their hidey holes and their their spots where they can dominate most of the field, and if I could change that up and ruin it for them so that they they play it a little differently, um, then that's I that's great. Yeah, it's it's good that you see sites doing that because, like you said, there are the people that will know a site like the back of their hand, and they can just find little places to sit away and. Potentially, it ruins everyone else's enjoyment because you've just got no chance. Especially if you get a really good spot, you've got no chance of getting them out right. at the end of the day. Short of just throwing as many bodies as you can through right. the doorway and hoping that not everyone gets hit. So uh, it's, it's good to see. I'm just looking at the pictures of it now, actually, and um, looks like you guys have done a lot of work with that site. It looks really neat, really tidy, and um, I mean, one thing that I've been looking at as well. Uh, it seems that you guys don't tend to use pyrotechnics within games. Obviously, you're not going to use smokes indoors, but with regards to bangs as well. Right. Um, the way the way we have it set up is um, we already spoke to the fire marshal of of, of the township. Um, he does not want us using pyrotechnics at all. Um, which right. okay, it's no big deal. I I have to agree and comply, um, so I'm not too worried. Um, but you still have the availability of like the the thunder bee grenades, the thunder v grenades, you know those distraction devices, um, as well as like yeah the airsoft yeah the tornadoes and cyclones are, are perfectly fine to use. 
Yeah, because it seems they're a lot more popular within the CQB sites over in the right. US. Uh, whereas over here, for example, you, you go into sites, you'll see fizzy grenades, as we call them. Uh, like your, your Mark V Thunder Flashes from mm-hmm. Another Gay or other brands and that sort of thing, as well as blank firing grenades. Now, I seem to remember speaking to one of the guys I've had on from over there before, and he was saying that there's not a, not really... Well, it seems like blank firing grenades aren't allowed as such. Yeah, um, it's, it's, it's kind of just a US customs kind of thing. Um... I would love blank fire. I've I've ordered a couple and 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 played around with them, and I think they're great, um, especially for the just the the sound and the concussion that they produce is unparalleled. Yeah. It's it's phenomenal. But they're they're a lot tougher to get over here. Same thing with um, the tagins, the tagin with the the um, the reavers or oh, oh yeah the, the projectiles. projectiles. It's, it's yeah. a lot tougher to get because of um, U.S. regulation on on pyrotechnics and which is really surprising in a country that you can literally pretty much buy anything that's going in some states yeah (laughs) it's just sort of beggar's belief that this is such an issue it's uh it's it's yeah it's a little weird it's it's america is um or so i would say some states are not as quote-unquote free as the others um so there are a lot of regulations with um, with pyrotechnics, like fireworks, um, even firearms in general, especially with everything that's going on over here in the States. it's um, Some states have stricter gun regulations than other states. Um, yeah, yeah. One that comes to mind off the top of my head is California. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just having seen some of the things that are California compliant, they yeah. are horrendous. California, New York... Um, <laughs> For those of you who are listening at home and are interested in, in, in real steel and firearms, um, you should take a look at a DS-15, which is essentially a New York State-compliant AR, which is also California-compliant um, featureless rifle. Um, yeah. and I'm just calling it up now so I can see if this is as bad as... Um, is this one of the ones where the magazine's effectively integrated into the lower? Uh, yes, the magazine has to be welded into the lower. Um, so in order to load your AR, which is also 10 round mags, you have to take the upper off yeah. of the lower and, and feed them in like you were feeding a clip into a, a Garand or, or, you know, a similar, like an M1 carbine. Yeah, that's mad. And then you can go to places like Vegas where literally anything goes. There's... I mean, I saw a video the other day of a place out there that you can go to as a tourist you can fire tanks and they were doing bomb drops out of a bloody B-17 and then you go to like some states you've got to pull your entire rifle apart just to load 10 rounds in Vegas is is essentially it's it's mostly desert so it's it's, there's no law out there I mean um, around SHOT Show same week they usually set up a machine gun shoot um, where you just take a trip out into the desert and whoever Whatever, whatever companies are there, um, you're there to, to shoot whatever they have to give you. Um, and, you know, everybody's just dumping M4s, shotguns, um, belt-fed machine guns just out into nothing. <laughs> out into nothing. Yeah. They also, 
But yeah, it's it's certainly one thing that um, we came across when we were out there as well was how easy it is to just go find an empty bit of desert and just start mm-hmm. shooting for the day, which is terrifying in a way because you can't see as far as those rounds yeah. go. In some cases, yeah. So uh, anyway, we've we've got we've, we've digressed slightly a back to your site. So it's tough to get the. Um, Pyrotechnics. Obviously, I'm looking at the pictures of your site now. It tends to be sort of plywood and carpet, and that's about it. <laughs> so I can understand the fire marshal saying about not using bangs in there, not using pyros mm-hmm. in there at all. Uh, but as as you said, the the market seems to be in the uh, cyclones, the thunder bees, all that right. sort of thing. So um, at least you've got alternatives out there, which is a good right. thing in a way. Because it doesn't take away from that experience. No, absolutely not. Um, The one thing we we did work on um, setting up at at least our location was the those sound distraction devices, those thunder bees or thunder V's, um, and the the Airsoft Innovations has the Burst XL. Um, We wanted to make sure that those were just strictly distraction devices, and that if you do throw them into a room, they don't they don't actually hit any players, or or they don't count as as hits. because it's tough to try and gauge whether BBs ended up hitting someone coming out of a Thunder Bee. Um, but yeah. with those tornadoes and, bur- and cyclones, um, is everybody, unless you're clearly behind cover in that room, behind a wall, or behind a, 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 some kind of barricade, everybody in that room is out just to save the argument of saying, well, your BBs didn't hit me, they all flew over my shoulder, I'm still alive. <laughs> yeah, that's, which is which is a similar thing to what they do over here with the uh, pyrotechnics. They'll, they'll they'll say right if you if it goes into a room, uh, everyone in that room is killed. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if it's a massive massive room, they might impose the five meter, fifteen foot kill right. radius into that. Uh, it just depends on the uh, environment mm-hmm. you're in, but. Obviously, it's a little bit easier as well if you're not in a darkened corner to see if something flashing yeah. rather than just hearing a bang and going, right. where is it, I suppose, yeah. isn't it? So, um, I'm just reading through your things. Obviously, I'm, you, I take it you run single shot? Uh, yes, semi-automatic. We do occasionally run um, like specialized full-auto sessions, um, yep. but it, it's full-auto optional, so we'll give everybody the option before the game before each game during that session um, of whether yeah. they want to use it or not. Uh. Yeah, because one thing I've noticed is that the uh, FPS limits tend to be a little bit higher over in the States. What sort of power out are you getting out at the end of these guns um, when they're firing? What are you we're limiting, limiting to? it to 365 feet per second, which equates to... Oh, man... Um, I think it's roughly just like 1.2... 1. 1. It's just under 1.3 yeah, 1.1. joules, Yeah, 1.24, 1.25 joules with a, with a 0.20 gram BB. Yeah, because our, our legal limit in the UK across the board for <coughs> full auto is 1.3, which is about 3.72. Right. So yeah, you're about the... You're, you're sort of the mid limit of the 1.2 right. joule mark there, aren't you? Which is... Nothing too major. It's going to sting a little bit more than it would in no, the yeah, UK. No, yeah, it'll sting but... a little bit more. It, and especially with those full auto sessions, it's not too. Nobody really abuses that, as opposed to like speed softers yeah. just dumping mags. Um, because yeah, because this was something I raised in last week's episode with a site over here where it 
just sounds like I haven't played there, but it just sounds like it's going to turn into mag dumping right. sessions now. Whereas when I went there before, it was literally single shot across the board, and there's no arguing. Yeah, we um the the one thing was we um at least from what from my experience watching the gameplay is nobody really wants to get hit with full auto especially like if they do get hit they're going to call themselves out right away so that they don't have to continuously get bursted um so so players yeah. would do a, a quick burst and then you know they don't have to worry about it anymore because they'd assume that player would call themselves out right away yeah. but it's not just about the field for you guys is it as well you've got a shop yeah um which quite quite an expansive shop from what i'm seeing right at the moment. um our shop is a lot larger than our new york location so i'm <clears throat> i it's going to take some time to really fill up the walls and and make it look full i think I've, I've i've got enough product now to be comfortable with um the grand opening not looking like the walls are bare yeah um which, which is what you want at the end of the day if you're running a retailer you don't want empty walls because they're going to come in and go right. oh What's, what's, what's this kind yeah of they're, they're going to come in they're going to check they're going to automatically assume that you don't have much and, and go right online um, yeah. with that pro shop also comes we're going to have a um, in-house technicians um, that can that can work yeah. on anybody's issues with their with their guns or equipment um, get it right back out right away as quick as possible yeah because uh, I'm just looking now what I take you stock in a variety of brands as well, or is there one particular brand you're being drawn towards to um, promote? Or I mean, I really want to to give every player the opportunity to to try everything different. Um, a lot of fields tend to, especially around New Jersey, tend to stick with Valken um, because Valken is is, is yeah. pretty much is their home base. Um, yeah, because I was going to say, Valken's a lot bigger in the States than it is in the right. UK. Um, it's, certainly make, it's certainly making strides into the market in the UK, but it's nowhere near as big a business as it is for the American right. market. Um, but I want to have the the product to get um, newer customers in with not not only something that, that is quality that they can start with, but also something that is that makes their their wallet feel <laughs> feel more full um yeah it doesn't break so especially with um like the we're elite force um some of their their cqc's and their their cqb line um as well as the g and g's um combat machines are are almost unparalleled as far as um like what we would call beginner beginner packages go um yeah combat I can sorry. I can vouch for the combat machines personally. I used to own one, and they out of the box for a, certainly for a beginner rifle as well. You don't need anything else. No, absolutely really. not. Uh, especially with um, especially if you were to get into like the Raider, um, that already it's the it's the combat machine that already comes with that rail system on there. Um, you don't yeah. need to buy rails. You could just buy your accessories and and plug and play. But it's it's also a, a it's a dense high density polymer, and it's not gonna break unless you really take it and throw it at the ground um yeah or you fool or you're a big guy and you fool yeah we use there. the combat machines as rental guns for our for our field um because i i know from experience that they they can take the abuse and still you know keep running after 
you know, we have to change them out every six to eight months and grab new ones, but it's because players come and they abuse the rental guns, and I would hope they wouldn't abuse their, their own as much as they abuse these, but they're one of the most reliable beginner guns on the market. Yeah, for, for sure. And I've noticed a lot of sites over here using a combat machine of some kind as a rental gun now, which is which is good. It's, it's a testament to the package that it can go through all these different people and just keep working and working right. and working. Uh, and then I'm looking at the lounge as well. So you've got a nice looking lounge area. Right. Um, a lot of fields tend to have like a little snack area where you'll just have a couple candy bars and, and bottles of water, bottles of soda. Um, with the lounge that, that we're, we need to finish building here in New Jersey, but is, is really um, completely built in our New York facility, um, just give the parents a place to relax in case um, they're not okay with just dropping their, their child off for, you know, four to six hours. Um, yeah. But between having serving the hot food, hot dogs, pizza, nachos, pretzels, and serving the drinks and candy and snacks. Um, we really set up um, a wonderful display for parents where you can hang out on the couches, watch some TV. There be some video game consoles you can you can play on in case you get bored or the kids get bored. And um, we'll set up the CCTV footage on the, TV, on, the um, on a couple of TV displays that way you can watch your children play you could watch when they're going on the field coming off the field so you can meet up with them and and it's it's kind of like a like an ancient roman gladiator kind of situation where it's it it is a lot of fun to watch your kid run around the field and you know get shot or shoot some people yeah I, I, I've just got visions of parents when 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 their child goes on a bad spree and they're like, "That's my son, that's my yeah, son," that's, that's, <laughs> kind of thing. Or, or that, that's, that's exactly how it is when we do our private parties. Is they'll <clears throat> they watch the kids run around like maniacs, and and all the parents know each other and are friendly, and they all know the kids. So it's it's funny to watch one kid kind of just beat up on the other is something that not only the kids can joke around about when while they're playing, saying, "Yeah, I shot you." I, I, I killed you a bunch of times, but the parents to just kind of laugh and 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 enjoy watching their kids run around like maniacs as well, where they know they're supervised. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, you know that you can see what's going on, and it's completely mm-hmm. open for everyone. So it could alleviate some of the fears that there may be for parents who are dropping kids off at sites that, right. like over in the UK, they could come out and they'd be like, ah, oh, and have a really bad right. day but over there they can at least see what's going on and it's all honest and open and free for everyone to view kind yeah, of thing it, it definitely gives parents that sense of security i mean you can you can tell your parent tell any parent that your child's gonna be fine there are people out on the field watching him and and this that and the third but if you really get to watch your kid out there having fun and you can see if anything were to go wrong um yeah. It definitely makes parents feel a lot more comfortable. Yeah, exactly. Which, at the end of the day, is 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 um, providing a good sort of reputation for your right. site as well that they can see, which is what you want as well, because they they'd just be likely to go, "Oh, your kids are bored at the weekend. Go try this place right. out." So, uh, what's the future got in store for Strikeforce? Um, well, we we recently had our 
first um, Bakara market, which is essentially after you know Blackhawk down. But um, we set up a little buy sell trade event. Um, we're going to do it every month, um, just so I mean it gets players in the door to check out our facility from a business standpoint. Um, but also as far as airsoft wise, it gives players the ability to meet new people um, to get rid of some of their old gear instead of trying to deal with the hassles of eBay or Amazon and worry about someone not paying you on time or not receiving the item. Um, it keeps things local and it really brings the community together, I would think. Um, our grand opening is July 7th. Um, we did a, sort of a soft opening where we can get <clears throat> some players in the door and they've been waiting for you know, we were announcing that we were going to be open about six months before we actually did, um, and it just felt like it kept getting pushed back month after month because uh, just dealing with um, the permits and, and making sure everything was done correctly, that way we don't have any issues in the future. Um, yeah. But our grand opening is when we really expect to see a lot of um, younger, newer players come out to, to kind of hopefully integrate them into the airsoft community and, and, and get those new players in. Um, that's, that's cool. That's, that's, that's really good. So, so you're sort of still in the early stages, just waiting for the official opening. Right. We want to make, we want to make a, a, a big event out of it and not just something like, Hey, yeah. we're open. Come on down. We want, we want, we want to draw the people of South Jersey to, to, to kind of give them something to do and, and, and make a day out of it, do, um, raffles and and have some food um, catered and and really get people into it instead of just opening and saying we're open and people show up when they want. That's that's cool. That sounds really good and um, that sounds like it could be a great day out for the whole family, effectively, rather than just the airsofters in the right. family. Because if you've got all these facilities going on. There's, there's always something for people to try out. Yes, absolutely. Um, this, <clears throat> Especially with this past weekend was uh, Father's Day. Um, yeah. So we we really wanted to cater out to get dads to come down. And, and we did have a lot of um, locals who did want to get into it but were unsure. So on Father's Day we ran a special where, you know, bring your kid down and, and essentially fathers would play for free. Um and it's good. It's it's a good family building exercise. You get to you get to hang out with your son, teach him how to you know if you're into firearms, you get to teach him how to properly handle the gun, even though it's just an airsoft gun. Um, but even shoot at him and kind of get some stress out. Take some stress out by shooting your kids up, or vice versa. Get some stress out by shooting your dad. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So I'm looking forward to hearing more about the site as it uh, goes through anyway. Um, certainly, I know Kev's involved quite regularly, random guy Kev. Right, we... He's uh, quite involved with the site. He's been plugging the hell out of it to yeah, us guys. Yeah, the, so the shameless plugs. Unfortunately, there's a little, yeah, there's a little bit of a 5,000-mile distance problem with getting to the right. site. <laughs> but for sure, if we're over that way, it's definitely looking like we're going to come and try you guys yeah. out. You could either check our facility out, and you could check out the New York facility located on Long Island. Um, both, um, just yeah. um, crazy large facilities. Um, you're not playing on, you know, eight thousand square feet of 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 space. You have 
large cities where yeah. you can actually move around and interact um, with with people. Um, that's good. That's good. Uh, unfortunately, we're, we've run out of time tonight. Um, I hope to get you on in a few months' time and hear a little bit more about how it's yeah, going. Absolutely. Um, certainly been eye-opening for me, and I'm hoping to get over there sometime and try you. Yeah, guys whenever out. you whenever you get the chance, you could always uh, <clears throat> give us a call. We can set up a day. You can hang out with uh, with airsoft celebrity random guy Kev, and uh... <laughs> he's gonna hate you for <laughs> saying that. He says he's a nobody. We wind him up <laughs> so much about. Um, that. But yeah, just just get some good gameplay footage in as well, and and just have fun, enjoy yourself. Um, you won't have to deal with anybody too toxic where can the guys get in touch um you could either check out our website at strikeforcesportsnj.net um online at facebook at strikeforce south airsoft or uh instagram at strikeforce underscore south um you can keep up to date with all, any any new news any special sessions um any updates with our facility as well uh, unfortunately guys that is all the time we've got tonight check out the site give, show the guys some love and get in touch with me on usual methods facebook instagram and sub to the show as well and i'll see you guys next week thanks glenn for yeah, your time thanks for having me on take care guys i'll speak to you yes. soon bye for now <laughs>